We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, Monday, March the 13th, 2023. Hope you're all doing well. Chris Phillips here, your host of the Daily Crow of the Spurs Up Show. Appreciate you all tuning in. I see Travi, Stephen Boyle Jr., uh, Erting, Irie, Brendan, Xavier, Gad, Todd Smith. What's going on? Also, those in the Big Cock Club Discord. Head of the TDC Questions channel. The TDC Questions channel. Be sure your questions are answered there. We got a jam-packed show. lot to get into. As you can see, we are back in studio, and it feels so good to be back, guys. I'll say this. I love getting out on the road and traveling and doing different things and changing up the scenery, if you will. But there's nothing like being in the studio, the vibes of the studio, and being on the home front with all the normal equipment, normal setup, and stuff like that. So, again, appreciate you all rolling with the punches last week. I was just thinking last week, it was a crazy week all the way around. Because even when we did the show, right, we had the... Uh, smoke detector go off on Monday when we were celebrating the series victory over Clem Sucks. We had technical difficulties all throughout the week. So thank you guys so much for rolling with the punches, for being patient with us. And again, really excited to be back here on this Monday as normal. We are normal all throughout the week, noon to two, Monday through Friday, right here on TDC. Podcast, of course, dropped this morning, episode 766. And also, let me take this time to apologize to you guys for no podcast on Thursday of last week. That is not a norm for me. That's not something I like to do or pride myself on doing in regards to changing up the schedule so last minute. Again, just because of where we were in the travel and stuff like that, there was no podcast. But rest assured, we are back normal across all fronts. Podcast dropped this morning, and the pod will also drop on Thursday. And I'll tell you this, not having the podcast on Thursday of last week, it really reminded me why, not that, not that I necessarily needed the reminder, but why I love doing the podcast and the live show. They're just two completely different and separate things. So rest assured, there will be no changes to the podcast TDC setup as of right now. I really like what we have going on and uh, again, excited to see it continue to evolve and grow. Uh, Ronnie Pace, what's going on? Appreciate you. Chase Floyd, I see you with your popcorn, my guy. Appreciate you tuning in. Again, those in the Big Cock Club Discord, get in the TDC Questions channel. We can chat there, conversate, what have you. Uh, but again, feels good to be back to normal. Also, guys, let me go ahead and uh, get this out there. Remind you, of course, talked about this on the podcast today. But we will be doing the return of live stream watch-alongs. We'll do them 
this weekend as South Carolina begins SEC play in Athens against the Georgia Bulldogs. First pitches are 6 o'clock on Friday, 2 o'clock on Saturday, and then 3 o'clock on Sunday. We will go live for all three of those games, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, just like we stream here. You guys know the drill at this point. But uh, the setup, excuse me, guys, the setup will be exactly like it was for the Clem Sucks game. So I'll be watching all the games on the TV behind me will be set up and everything. You guys will see my live in-game reaction. So have your game on one TV or whatever, your tablet, your phone, whatever, and then have yours truly pulled up on the other. They were a massive success the first go-around. Expect nothing more, nothing all the same, if you will, uh, when we do it yet again. Also, guys, of course, as always, TDC brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app. Go to prizepicks.com. When you do, use that promo code TS. U.S. to receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris, the Spurs up to send you guys, especially with March Madness beginning on really tomorrow. You've got those play-in games tomorrow, but Thursday is when it really all gets rolling. Uh, I know many of you out there, I'm sure, love to gamble. You love March Madness. It's a great time of year to be a sports fan. It's a great time of year to be a sports fan. So again, make sure you check it out. March Madness getting going this Thursday. That being said, let's go ahead and jump into the phone lines. Call from Justin. Justin, what's going on, my friend? How are you? Doing good. How are you doing, Chris? I'm doing well. Appreciate you asking. What's up? Hey, Chris. Um, hey, Chris. How you look at my hype at my lot from my. Well, my past four season, high high drafts is four season this season. The the what season now? I talk about my past four season. High high look at this year. The baseball season you talking about? No, about the basketball season. Like, oh, the basketball. Is, uh, how, do, how how do I look at the basketball season? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, men's was a struggle. Women's excited to get the postseason going. Man, obviously got Norfolk State on Friday at two o'clock and. Uh, you know, when you take a look at the bracket, admittedly, I didn't spend a lot of time looking at the bracket. Let's get it pulled up here because I'm curious to see just who we go through and who we have to <clears throat> who we have to deal with. That bracket is I, – I, I'll tell you this. The bracket that the NCAA posted is not the best bracket. Um, but, yeah, I mean, listen, there, there's a reason South Carolina is minus 190 uh, to win it all, and, and I would expect them to be the favorite all throughout. Uh, I don't think you'll really see South Carolina get much of a challenge until, you know, probably the Sweet 16 at the earliest. Uh, you got Norfolk State Friday, then the winner of South Florida and Marquette. I don't see any issues there. Oh, wow. Uh, it looks like on your side of the bracket, the big ones you've got, uh, Maryland's the two seed. Notre Dame is the three seed. UCLA is the four seed. Um. On the, so that's that, those are the top teams you'll have to go through. Um, on the other side, you got Oklahoma as the five seed. I mean, let's see who's the six. Oh, Creighton is the six seed. On the other side, <clears throat> Indiana is the one seed. Utah is the two. LSU, our friends from LSU, are the three. Villanova as the four. Where is wow? Yeah. Anyway, so I mean, I, I dude, I, I expect the Gamecocks to to roll. I mean, I think we all do. Um, is Stanford where? Where is Stanford? Oh, Stanford. Okay, I'm, I'm not looking at the entire bracket. 
Okay, my bad. The other side, in the Seattle side of things, Stanford's the one seed over there. Iowa, the two. Okay, so this is the really tough side of the bracket. Iowa, the two. Uh, Duke, three. Texas, four. So, yeah, there's a good chance you'll you'll run into them. Um, anyways, yeah, the bracket's kind of confusing. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'd ex- I fully expect the Gamecocks to get it done, man. I mean, I think anything less than a national championship is would be falling short of expectations, realistically. So. Oh, yeah. Hey, Chris, say about UCLA. We might get, we might get the Brewers, you know. We might get the Bruins, man. We might get the Bruins. It'll be a really intriguing matchup. But, you know, the first two round, or excuse me, the first round of it is in Columbia, right? It's on campus. So you're not even going to play a game. And then the second round, I believe, or maybe it's the first and the, yeah, first and second round are on campus. Sweet 16 and Elite 8 will be played in Greenville. So you're not even going to play a game outside of the Palmetto State until the Final Four. So, yeah, I mean, wow. not, not that the Gamecocks need an advantage, but that that certainly is one. Yeah, because you go play in Columbia, then you go to your own state, Greenville, so I can like this. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, so you got two, you got two back, back Carolina tournaments, huh? You got two what now? You got two, uh, you got the Greenville and Columbia, those are two tournaments, huh, Chris? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Greenville's getting a lot of action in regards to postseason play. So, uh, and I actually just got a notification oh, yeah. that NCAA tournament tickets are on sale now. So, if you want to go to any of the games, you can get your tickets. <clears throat> oh yeah, hey Chris, I went to I went to women's NCAA tournament uh, back about three years ago. How was it? It was good. Um, I enjoyed myself. Um, it was back. I saw some different teams. I saw. Um, mm-hmm. I think I saw no no kind of AT and so I think it was uh I think it was North Dakota sales stuff that I saw. Gotcha. Nice. Yeah, it was a yeah, lot you do, of you do get you friends. do get to see some different teams, no doubt. Yeah. <clears throat> and you get to see different you get to see different fans too, you know, Chris? For sure. You get to see different fans. I doubt you'd find many that are as passionate about women's basketball as Gamecock fans. I'll just say that. Oh, yeah, because, you know, people watch, they watch the men's basketball out of Huntsville. Yeah, yeah, we, we we love our women's basketball. We love a winner. Gamecock oh, fans yeah. love a winner more than anything, so. Oh, yeah. Hey, Chris, I got – um, you, you <laughs> saw no call with preseason. Oh, they got they, – they anticipated EIT last night. Did you see that? I did not see that. No, I did not. They they they, um, they, they won't go EIT because it was disappointing season, you know. Mm, okay. You know, no kill. I used to have a good basketball team. Yeah, I don't know what happened this year, man. They were preseason ranked number one, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, nobody will care about EIT no more, huh, Chris? Uh, nobody does. Nobody does, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Chris, if I got here, man, um, what do you think Lamar Perez got to do in that season? What does he have to do in regards to, <clears throat> like, expectations or, or, or to, to to improve the basketball team? Because I, th- I think, obviously, you've got to go out to the portal and, and just get some guys, bottom line. you got to utilize the transfer portal to build your roster. I mean, that's the number one priority throughout this this offseason. But, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's too aggressive to say, like, okay, next season you got to make the NIT or you got to make some sort of, some sort of postseason. There's just got to be improvement. You know what I mean? There's just got to be marketed improvement, I would say. So, um what does that look like you know I think not losing three games by 40 plus points I think 
you know, getting to a point where you're at least in the conversation of the NIT, right? Getting closer to 500 and SEC play, but just start making strides, right? I mean, I, I, I don't think anybody out there has got some twisted sense of reality that, you know, we're going to be just an NCAA tournament team next year. We're going to be that much better um, because you lose G.G. Jackson. Yes, you have Michi Johnson, Jacoby Wright, Josh Gray. You got some solid pieces back, but, um, you know, losing G.G., you got to go out, you lose Hayden Brown. You got to go out to the portal and find some guys and build the roster. I, you know, I, I could see it being a bit of another roller coaster type of year next year, but just showing some sort of improvement, right? being more competitive against oh, the top-notch yeah. teams, and again, at least being in the conversation late in the year for maybe postseason play and, and being around that 500 mark in conference play. I think if you can do that in year two of Lamont Paris, I, I think that's a success. Yeah. Hey, Grace, you got to look back <laughs> this season. I mean, yes. Yeah. It'd be Kentucky because, listen, it's not going to show you at Kentucky years, right, Chris? Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, you look at the Clemson thing. We beat Clemson. That's a good compliment. Uh, I mean, we we did beat them. We did beat them. So, we, at least we can hang our hat on that, I guess. Yeah, we caught Clemson. He said, told me, well, right, Chris? Right, right. <laughs> yeah, and then you, you find one home game against Georgia. Yeah. That was an SC home game of the year, right, Chris? That Right, yeah. That was the last one. Yeah, thank goodness we won it. Yep. So, Chris, that was that was the coach. That was the coach wins. I mean, you wish you cast something back, right, Chris? Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, and Chris, I think next season you you cannot get beat home for even. You cannot get beat home like, like this next season, right, Chris? Right. Right. Yeah. No, it's it's uh yeah losing three games by forty plus just not gonna cut it. Yeah, because Chris, you know how Gun Cow fans are. They're not patient, right, Chris? They're we're like like bad doctors. We don't have any patience. Yep. So we're going to see how it's going. We're going to see how it's going here on this next season. You know, if you can make yourself to the AIT next season, that'd be a good customer, hot man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. If you, if you can make the NIT next year, <clears throat> I think that's a that is a a huge victory. Yep. You might. Who knows? Might get. You might get whole fields. You might get whole callbacks. You never know, right, Chris? Right. Yeah. You never know. You never know, man. Well, that's all I said, Chris. Justin, I appreciate you, my guy. <clears throat> Always a pleasure hearing from you. You too. Hey, Chris, yeah. uh, we got back off today, huh? I'm good, man. Just clearing the throat, my guy. Just clearing the throat. Yeah, that's what I do, that's what I do too, Chris. I got back throat, you know? Mm, yeah. Hey, I don't know. It comes and it goes. I don't know. Sometimes it just hits me. Yeah. Well, take care, Chris. Go Gamecocks. Yeah, man. Go Gamecocks. Appreciate you, Justin. Always a pleasure. Great stuff from Justin. Yeah, it just comes and it goes, man. Sometimes you got <clears> to <throat> clear the throat a little bit. <clears throat> Let's see. Joseph says, we could literally be nasty next season if GG comes back. Recruiting won't be hard when you got Wright, GG, Michi, and Chico. Joseph, the odds that GG Jackson returns, I, I think are maybe, I, I, I will give it well, a right, realistic percentage. Realistic percentage that GG Jackson is back in a South Carolina uniform next year. I'll give it. I'll give you one percent. I'll give you literally one percent. I, I don't see. I just don't see any ways back. I, I don't see any ways back. I don't. Why, why would he come back? Why he literally came to South Carolina to to take the leap to the NBA after 
one year. That's literally why he came here. That's literally why he reclassified. So, no, nah, I, I don't. I don't see any ways back, my guy. I, I I know it's it's fun to think about. It's fun to think about. You know, while he hasn't declared or said anything, but he ain't coming back. He he. he the the best thing Lamont Paris could do is proceed forward assuming he ain't back and recruit like he's not back because he's not coming back. He, he's not coming back. He's not. I mean, let, let, hold on, hold on. Let, let, let's do this. Because I, I want to really go back and look at this. G.G. Jackson's stats from this previous season. Because I see a lot of people, he's not ready for the NBA. He's not this, he's not that. I mean, as a true freshman, 15.4 points per game, 5.9 rebounds per game. I mean, he was pretty damn good for a true freshman. He was pretty damn good. So, could he come back and sharpen some things? Sure. But, like, the coaching and the development he's going to get at the NBA level, he's he's never going to get at the college level. He's just not going to get it. And he's a guy, guys, it's all about pro, pro, projection. Projectability. That was the word I was looking for. That's what it's all about when it comes to the draft and the league. So, he's still probably going to be a lottery pick. Like, he probably is. I haven't looked at a mock draft lately. Let's see. This was five days ago. Bleacher Reports mock draft. Let's see. Uh, They got Brandon Miller going to the Hornets, by the way, in this mock draft, the fourth overall pick. Uh, Let's see. Is Gigi getting picked? I don't know. Let's see. Here we go. G.G. Jackson, the 21st overall pick to the Brooklyn Nets. They said he's likely to land somewhere in the teens or 20s on a team that's going to have patience and bet on the development of a 6'9", 18-year-old with ball handling and shot-making skills. So, I mean, he's not not coming back, man. He's just not coming back. Like, I, I... Maybe if I keep saying that, he'll he'll <clears throat> he'll want to prove me wrong and and come back to something. But he's not. He's not. He's not. He only yeah. Lynn Turner makes a great point. He only played one year of college because he had to. He because he had to. Yeah, Travis Devin Carter would have been nice to hang. That that was probably the guy I missed the most from the the Frank Martin teams. Joseph says he won't be starting or coming off the bench for an NBA team. You can either go play in the G League or come back and go first round straight to an NBA guy coming off the bench or start. Joseph, I, I just – is he going to get that development at South Carolina? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know that he will. I don't know that he will. I don't know that he will. So, I don't know that he will, my guy. I, I hear what you're saying, and I, and I wonder. You know, I, I wonder if Lamont Paris is trying to sell him on returning. Maybe he is. I don't know. Maybe he is. But I just don't see it. Anyways, 843-790-3377. Big news in SEC basketball today. Chris Beard and Ole Miss have come to an agreement. He is the new coach for the Ole Miss Rebels. The SEC just continues to get more and more and more difficult. Continues to get more difficult. So, yep. It's uh, an interesting hire, nonetheless, too, after he got fired by Texas. But it just, you know, it, it just it just goes to show, guys, the Chris Beard thing. It just goes to show, if you are elite in your profession, you know, as long as you don't do something that is, 
you know, like murder that can get you thrown in jail, as long as you don't do that, all sins are forgiven, man. If you're, I mean, we all know this too, right? Like in the real world, those with immense talent get a pass that those who do not have immense talent do not. It's just the reality. I mean, it is what it is. So a guy like Chris Beard, a guy like Hugh Freeze, you know, you have your off-field, off-court issues, but if you're a fantastic coach, you're going to get another opportunity. You you just are. Teams want to win. Bottom line, teams want to win, and, uh, you know, that's that's why Ole Miss is hiring Chris Beard. So, anyways, above average. What's up, man? What's going on? Will Corb, everybody gets big names, and we hire Lamont Paris. Ooh, Will is off the homie Lamont train. Will is not on the bandwagon. Travi, I just don't see him as NBA ready. I'm sorry. I like the kid. He just doesn't look ready. Gigi could definitely benefit of coming back. However, it's about the bag these days. Well, Travi, I mean, it's, it's, does he look NBA ready? I, I don't know, man. I mean, everything looks bad when your team goes 11 and 21 or whatever we went. So, I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, dude, I, I, I'll say this. I mean, you would think I'd be someone that I, I held a grudge against Gigi Jackson because of some of the things that happened and were said this season. I, I really don't. I think he's a good basketball player. I mean, I, I thought he was solid. I mean, did, does he look like he's an NBA superstar right now? Maybe not. But, again, it's all about projectability, right, and talking about getting drafted, stuff like that. I mean, it's – it's and, Travi, he may not have looked ready to go up against LeBron James this season, but – He's projectable. He's got the frame. He's got the size. He's got the skill set. And so what they'll bet on is that once they get their hands on him, they get their hands on him and they mold him, they're going to get the best version of him and the most out of him and that he's going to be an NBA superstar. So there's certain things, Travi, that G.G. Jackson has you can't teach. You can't coach. That's what they look at. You see what I'm saying? So, and just because you're a you're an all-star college player, does not mean that, you know, you're a guy that's going to be an NBA superstar. And just because, I mean, again, we act like G.G. Jackson didn't have a good season. He did. I mean, he did. He had a good year. Was he Brandon Miller? No, he wasn't Brandon Miller, but he did have a good year. So, uh, anyways, guys, March Madness really gets rolling on Thursday. Should we do a TSUS? Should we do a TSUS tournament challenge? Should we do it? Men's and women. Should we do it? I mean, women's, we're all going to pick South Carolina. I mean, that's bottom line. We're all going to pick the Gamecocks. Um, I never, my bracket is always a mess. My bracket is always a mess. Uh, Above average, Trayvon Minot, the GOAT of South Carolina basketball, left the program today. Yeah, he entered the transfer portal. Saw him at Food Line last summer, was going to ask for his autograph. Yeah, I don't know why you didn't. I don't know why you didn't above average. I mean, he averaged... He averaged uh, 1.8 points per game during his three-year career. Absolute legend. Absolute legend. Lynn, Gigi wants to get in the NBA under the current collective bargaining agreement. I don't blame him for going. Not many players are NBA ready. Yeah, Lynn, that's that's the big thing, Lynn, that I think most people are missing. Uh, I, I don't know everything about the, the collective bargaining agreement or kind of what the what the deal with that is, but this is the last year, I think, of it. And, and it's so it's it would not make sense. It would not... It would not make sense. Um, it would not make sense to see GG not go and take advantage of that. Right? It wouldn't. Wow. Brendan M with the Brendan M with 
about Trayvon Mine. I just said more known for being Aaliyah Boston's boyfriend. My goodness. That is that's that's hilarious. Yeah, okay. Minot over Chris Silva, above average game Cox. Not your best. Not your best. Not not your best comment, my guy. Not your best comment. Not your best comment, my guy. Uh eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven guys. Hey, uh, spring practice gets going tomorrow, by the way, for Gamecocks football. How about that sweep, by the way, over the weekend? South Carolina continues to just absolutely tear it up. Um, continues to tear it up. I, I'm so, I got to say, man, I'm, I'm so excited, though. I am so excited that conference play begins this weekend you know as, as as great as it's been seeing the Gamecocks beat up on lesser competition um really excited to just learn about this ball club you know what I mean like like it's this is where now the men are separated from the boys when you get an SEC play you're really going to learn about who your ball club is what your ball club is etc uh, and you know going on the road to Georgia you know Georgia's not a ranked team they weren't even picked to make the postseason by D1 baseball so maybe it's not the flashiest, sexiest opponent in regards to SEC teams. It's not LSU. It's not Florida, not Vandy, uh, et cetera. But this is going to be a great test at Foley Field on the road. You know Georgia wants to make a big splash to start conference play. And, you know, teams obviously put a premium on winning at home because it's so tough to go win on the road. So I'm excited for it, man. I think Georgia's a dangerous ball club. They're hitting 314 right now. Uh, South Carolina, for to comparison, hitting 316 as a team. So, you know, the Dogs are a quality squad. Took two of three from Georgia Tech earlier this year, who's a really, really good ball club. So, I'm excited to see how South Carolina fares in SEC play starting this weekend. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Joseph, you only live once, so until I see him leave, there will be that one part of me that thinks he may want to come back and do it again while still getting paid. Um, okay, Joseph, hey, we'll see. I mean, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it, no doubt. (laughs) We did have a good time at Topgolf, P-Doc. We had a very good time at Topgolf. Uh, Peyton Ledball, 30-game SEC season. What is your projection? You know, Peyton, that's a great question. I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure that my predictions for the season have changed a ton. I think the overall record is going to be a little bit better than I first predicted, right? I had 34 and 22. Um, I could see you now being a 37, maybe a 38 win ball club because you're just that good in non-conference play. But I got to be honest, I, I, I still feel pretty confident about 15 and 15. You know, maybe you're 16 and 14, maybe, just maybe. You get to 17 and 13. But I, 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 I'll say this, I'll say this. The start has been fantastic. I mean, it's been a dream start for the Yardcocks. Truly, it has. I am the reason, again, I'm so excited for conference play to get going this weekend. I'm just, I'm so intrigued to learn who this team really is. Because, again, it's it's one thing to do it in non-con play. To hit 316, to dominate lesser opponents. You know, I know you took two of three from Clem Sucks, but... It's one thing to do it against UMass Lowell, Penn, and Bethune-Cookman, right? USC Upstate, the Citadel. And it's been great watching the guys take care of business, and I'm absolutely taking nothing away. But it is a much different challenge going into SEC play. Because 
when you're facing these non-conference teams, you might have a bad day swinging it, right? And you might face one dominant arm. But most of the time, the next day, right, you're getting some relief. You're not quite seeing that same level of pitching. You're not quite seeing that, you know, th- that level of competition, if you will, and you're able to bounce back or, or whatever it might be, right? In the SEC, there are no breaks. If you get cold, the game will beat you to your knees and make you beg for mercy. So I'm excited to watch this team navigate that, right? SEC play, the grind of the SEC, it is a real thing. That's why we say all the time, if you can go 15 and 15 or better in conference play, you're a damn good ball club. I mean, you had a great year. I mean, Ole Miss last year went 14 and 16 in conference play and won the national championship. Just, like, let that sink in, right? So, I'm sticking with my original prediction of 15 and 15 in SEC play. Again, maybe it's a little bit better. We're confident in the pitching. Just will the hitting be consistent enough? And I'm I'm more so, too, you know, giving credit to the competition you're going to face. I mean, you're going to face some really good ball club, guys. It's going to be a bit of a roller coaster. If you're someone that you come into it with that football mindset we talk about and you're you're wanting to jump ship after one weekend, hey, guess what, guys? Guess what? Guess what? South Carolina is probably going to lose the SEC series. It's, it's just, it's probably going to happen. But it's not going to define the season. It's not going to define the ball club, right? So you just hope for more good weekends than bad ones when it comes to SEC play. Really excited again to see how this team fares against the best competition in all of college baseball. Uh, but, you know, I'll, I'll stick with that. A 15-16 win conference season. You know, I, I just, I think it's way too aggressive to say, I think it's way too aggressive to say like 18, 19, 20 SEC wins. Are you, are you really that team? Are you really that team? I, I just, you know, I, I'd love to see it. God, I hope you are. I hope you are. But I don't know. Bill says, if we sweep, we're pretty good. If we take the series, then we're okay. I mean, I, I think if we take the series, I think there's a still a, a chance, Bill, we're still a really good team. I mean, going on the road and winning two of three in the SEC, I don't give a damn who it is. That's, that's a quality conference victory. I, I don't care who it is. Now, obviously, again, though, to your point, if we sweep, that's a great sign. That is a great sign, my friend. Um, Let's see. Peyton, UGA also lost to Charleston Southern over the weekend. They lost the game. Yeah, they lost that Sunday game. Could not complete the sweep. I mean, it looks like to me, and we'll do a deep dive on Georgia later in the week, but it looks like to me they're swinging it for sure. They're hot, but uh, the pitching, I think, has struggled a little bit. So we'll see if the Gamecocks can take advantage. Yeah, Lynn, the approach the approach looks completely different this year. It's why I, I, I gave Monty Lee the – Oot, oot, series MVP award. Because I, I just felt like he needs his recognition, right, at this point in the season. He needs his recognition. And, you know, I, I'll say this again. Before the season, guys, I said that I felt like the biggest improvement would be in the non-conference, right? You're not going to have those inexcusable losses that you had last season. But just sheer because of pitching depth alone. The bats have been fantastic, but pitching depth alone is going to keep you from losing those games to USC Upstate, the Citadel, Presbyterian, who you have tomorrow, which, by the way, by the way, guys, in case you missed it, that first pitch has been moved up from seven to four. 
uh, I think because of some cold weather later in the night, tomorrow night. So we do love to see that, uh, get the game in and out of the way early. But uh, 4 o'clock, first pitch tomorrow. But, you know, like I said, I, I, I've enjoyed the non-conference, but, but honestly, Bethune-Cookman was a yawn fest. It, it, was, a, it was a just, hey, we, we're playing these three because we kind of have to. Let's just get them in, get them out, get them over with. And now we're finally going to test ourselves. We're finally going to see what this ball club's all about. I mean, like I said, Bethune-Cookman was put you to sleep type, type vibe. Uh, let's see. Okay, Gamecocks through 17 games are hitting 311 on the season. 311 on the season. Uh, also with a 2.70 ERA. Fielding 974 in the year. I mean, I, I think... All around, this ball club has been really, really good. I think this ball club has been really good. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to, again, see us get tested. Really get tested in SEC play. Hunter Kelly, any chance King Joseph will commit to us? I have no idea. When does he commit? When does he commit, Hunter? Yeah, Lynn Turner. Get Listen, give everybody credit with the hitting. Give everybody credit. Give Mark Kingston credit. To his credit, he's the one that brought in these transfers. So, give him credit. Give him credit. Hunter Kelly says 16 days. Yeah, I have no idea, Hunter. Literally have no clue. No clue. Canada, USA, tonight at 10 o'clock. The World Baseball Classic. How about that? Guys, spring practice starting tomorrow for South Carolina football. Today on the podcast, we talked top five storylines heading into spring practice. And on Thursday's pod, I think we'll do uh, top position battles to watch for throughout spring. All right, let's go ahead and jump back to the phone lines here. Call from. You got a green light. Wilson. Will, what's going on, my friend? How are you? Good, man. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Appreciate you asking what's going on. Uh, just calling, uh, so I know you were talking of running over some of the baseball numbers, uh, so, so far early in the season. Um, I think, what do we have, 45 home runs right now? 45 uh, home runs, that's correct. Right, and that's first in the country, right? I believe that 45. is still first, yes. Okay. Um, what did we have, did we have like 59 or 60 the whole year last year or am I off? Um, I'd have to check the stats, and let me also check, I'm looking at, uh, Let's see, home runs in college baseball. Yes, this isn't updated because we got 45 now. So, yeah, we're right there at the top. Florida's also up there with us. Alabama's up there with us. Um, last yeah. year, though, I don't know. I'd have to check, to be honest with you. Um, but, you know, but they – they... I could be wrong. I think we were, like, around 60 last year or something like that. So, it just seems like we we're on a much higher pace this year, but it's not just the home runs, you know. Yeah, I mean, hitting like hitting across hitting across the board is is – much improved. I mean, I you know they they posted the uh, on Friday night. Friday night they posted the hitting comparison through fourteen games, and I mean it was just night and day. I mean last year through fourteen games you were hitting two ninety nine with seven home runs, seventy nine RBI, and eighty seven runs scored. This year through fourteen games hitting three sixteen, thirty eight home runs, hundred and forty four RBI, and one hundred and fifty two run score wow. I mean it's just not even close you know what I mean so wow. um yeah it's the hitting is obviously taking a huge step forward this year 
And and I think him switching the lineup and putting Brewer in has really been a nice little lift up too. Because he took he took Stone spot, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Him? Give yeah, give give Dylan Brewer a lot of credit, man. I, you know, I I yeah. I'll be honest, I doubted him. I didn't think he'd you know he'd, he'd get it going. I I didn't think he'd make much of an impact in this lineup. And hey, that's why you love baseball, man. All it takes is one game, one at bat, one opportunity. You take advantage of it, and all of a sudden you're back in the lineup. So um, yeah, I mean, he's done a great job. Yeah, and as far as this weekend, I kind of kept a little eye on Georgia. And, I mean, their bats have been pretty hot lately. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've been scoring some runs. I, I know they did lose, but they were they have looked pretty good. So, I think it should be a, a nice little measuring stick as to where we are as far as, you know, because mm-hmm. we don't we haven't played a lot of road games so far. So We've only I mean, played one true road game. Right. And then we played, right. you know, we played, we played we played upstate. Road game to me, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I was gonna say we played Clemson sucks in Upstate at the uh, the neutral site at Floor Field. Yeah. But yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a different vibe, man. Going on the road, Georgia Georgia's hitting three thirty two after this weekend. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Looking for their their pitching. I don't see their pitching for whatever reason. I but. think somebody was telling me about some. I think they got a freshman on their team too that's pretty lights out. I think. Yeah, again, we'll we'll do we'll do a much a much deeper dive. Uh, yeah, they're hitting 332, a 5.14 ERA though. <clears throat> so they've got they got Jaden wow. Woods. They've got Jaden <laughs> Woods on uh on Fridays, who's three and zero with a 2.60 ERA. Uh, Liam Sullivan has also been really good for them. Uh, yeah, four starts, a 0.44 ERA, three and zero record, wow. and twenty and a third innings pitch. He's given up just one earned run. In twenty and a third innings pitched, twenty-seven strikeouts to six walks, but it looks like their bullpen is is really rough. I mean, they're 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 struggling. Their pen is struggling. So, um, <clears throat> Gamecocks will have the opportunity again to keep swinging a hot stick. And you know, I think uh, I think we should all feel confident that if this team that we've seen at this point shows up in Athens, that the Gamecocks will be able to win two out of three. But I, I'm I'm expecting a very competitive series. I think again, Georgia at home. Um, you know, it's an SEC team on the road. I mean, if you could sweep, that'd be a dream type of weekend. But, hey, in the SEC, you go on the road, you win two of three, you'll take it every time. Yeah, the lineup, the lineup looks really good top to bottom. Uh, Ethan got a little bit cold over the weekend, which was not normal for him. Normally, he's a really good two-strike hitter this year. It seems like he kind of couldn't find his groove. Hopefully, he can get back on it. But then he got a little bit off the snide, which was nice. Yeah. A little bit better. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm, man, I'm, I'm excited to see what, what happens. Yeah, I'm too. I, I'm excited for SEC play to get going. Was I, I was about to say, I just, you know, the, the non conference stuff was great, but, you know, Bethune Cookman doesn't even, it, it's not even, it's batting practice compared to SEC play. So I, I'm just excited to see us take on some real competition and really see where we're at. We still got one more payback game before then, though. We got to get that pound of flesh back for them beating us last year. Indeed. Yeah, indeed. I, I think we will I think we will handle our business against PC. I'll just say that. Yeah. For sure. I'll hop off of here, brother. Will, I appreciate you, man. Thanks right. so much for the call. Yeah. Great stuff from Will Cord, Will and Dirty Myrtle. And that reminds me, by the way, guys, we'll be in Dirty Myrtle in about a month or so. The spring tour begins next Thursday. Not this Thursday, but next Thursday. We'll kick this thing off in Columbia, and from there, every single Thursday all the way up until April the 27th, the Spring Tour 
will take place. Really excited for it, guys. Uh, in case you missed it, it's pinned to all of our social medias. Starting March 23rd, and again, every single Thursday after, this is the schedule. Columbia, downtown Greenville, Woodruff Road, Somerville, Fort Mill, and then finally we close it out April the 27th at Myrtle Beach. So again, really excited for it, guys. Looking forward to it. Hope to see you out at all the different, the various Carolina Alehouse locations over the next month or so. Guys, we're going to jump into our first break. On the other side, I want to continue to hear from you. More of your questions, comments, calls, and more. You're tuned in to The Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Taking your questions, comments, calls, 843-790-3377. That's 843-790-3377 here on this Monday, March the 13th, 2023. I saw somebody ask earlier about uh, the Players' Championship, TPC. How was it? It was an absolute blast, my friend. Thank you for asking. Beautiful golf course. I also learned you can play it for the low price of $750 for 18 holes. So, anybody uh, anybody interested, you can go play. <coughs> Bless me. <laughs> Anyways, uh, guys, would love to hear from you. Again, a, a Monday here. A Monday here. Gamecocks moved to 16-1 and after sweeping Bethune-Cookman over the weekend. Like I said, we see we're back in studio. Feels good to be back on the home front. Uh, women's basketball, the bracket is set. Gamecocks will begin their pursuit of the national championship on Friday. And as I told you all during the season, our season is now beginning. Like, th this is South Carolina's season now, right? You do the work you need to to get the number one seed, and that's great, right? Deserves all the credit in the world for doing that. But this is the basketball that matters for the Gamecocks, right? And, and, I, and I don't think you'll probably see much of competition until the Sweet 16, maybe the Elite 8. I mean, you think about last year, guys. There weren't a whole lot of competitive games. I mean, there really weren't which is fine, which speaks to how good we are. But, uh, yeah, anyways, it'll get it'll get rolling on Friday. Gamecocks take on <clears throat> Norfolk State. Tip-off set for 2 o'clock in that one on ESPN. Chase asked in the Big Cock Club Discord, TD2 question channel, do you think Will Sanders improves this weekend or will he still not be at his best? I mean, he needs to improve. He needs to improve. Bottom line, I, I know a lot of people are getting, you know, anxious when it comes to Will Sanders, and I, I believe in Will Sanders. Um, I do believe in him. But uh, he needs to be better. He needs to be better. Bottom line, he needs to be better. Even still against Bethune-Cookman, you know, you score 20 runs in that game, so it's it's really tough to, like, judge Will. And But, you know, he, he wasn't – he again, it's the expectations are so high for Will Sanders. That's what makes it tough. If he doesn't throw a shutout and get double-digit strikeouts, it's like, oh, well, he he wasn't he wasn't good that night, right? It, it's not like he's pitching terribly. He's just not that dominant guy. And I, I totally understand where people are coming from. I really do. So this is a very big start. And also, when you factor this in, Chase, that Will Sanders is from the state of Georgia, right? So this is a this is one that like I think hits home for him personally as well. So I would I would like to imagine Will Sanders will be at his best. I, I think he will. I think he'll be excited. He'll be fired up to pitch pick, pitch in his home state and uh, pitch against the Georgia Bulldogs, a team that I'm sure recruited him. I'm sure he knows a lot of guys on Georgia. So I think uh, 
I, I want to believe we're going to see the best version of him. I really do. Jacob E. says, Alabama's the clear choice to win the men's tournament. Easily the most dangerous team in the bracket. Would y'all agree with that? Would y'all agree with that? I Honestly, man, I, I, I don't watch enough college basketball, you know, other teams to, to argue you. Right, I, I don't. I don't, to be honest. But that just feels too easy, Jacob. It feels too easy. Bruin Nation says anybody jo- interested in joining a bracket? Uh, if y'all want to join a bracket, hit up Bruin Nation. Hit up Bruin Nation. Travi, do you think at some point in the year Eli Jerzenbeck will take over a weekend starting role? I don't think so, Travi. I, I think it's going to be Sanders, Hall, Mahoney all year. Now, could it happen? Maybe so. And knock on wood, obviously, the I word doesn't hit our pitching staff. If that doesn't happen, I don't see any of those three guys, Sanders, Hall, Mahoney, I don't see any of those three guys pitching poorly enough to lose their job, Travi. I I just don't see it, right? Whose spot, I would ask you this, if you think so, whose spot would he take in the weekend rotation? Whose spot would he take? I, I just don't see any of those three guys pitching poorly enough to lose their job. Which, again, it's a great thing. We're in a great position, right? Eli Jerzenbeck, he doesn't have to be that guy as a true freshman. He gets to develop this year, still pitch big innings out of the bullpen, but he gets to develop, not necessarily have that pressure on him. I mean, it's it's a luxury. That's what depth does for you. That's what depth does for you. Let's jump back to the phone lines here. Call from... Robbie Davis, Zach Hall of Famer. Robbie Davis, what's up, man? How are you? Well, aside from the time change screwing with my sleep schedule, I'm doing fantastic. Nice. I, the, the, time, the time change has not really affected me at all, and I'm happy with it. I, I love it being light out longer. So I'm, I'm, I am pro, I'm an, no, pro no, no, time no, change. I like it. It's just the, the, morning, the morning part of it is throwing me off a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I've, I've I've been a fan of it. So hopefully, though, you uh you you adjust to it soon, my guy. Oh yeah, I hope so too because it's it's annoying. I don't like it. But anyways, I do not. I don't think Jerzen Beck will be getting a weekend starting opportunity this year. But I definitely think he'll get one next season because he has shown that he has the stuff. Okay? He has shown that he's got the stuff and he can get it done. So. Yeah, I, mean, I, 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 I think surprised. so too. I wouldn't be surprised if he, if he, if he became a a starter next season, but with the horses you got, you got to let them run. I mean, I I think Robbie, I'd say this. I'll, I'll go as far to say I will guarantee you that Eli Jerzenbeck is a weekend starter next year. I'm not even. It's not even. I don't even think it's debatable. I re, I really don't. Um, you know, I, mm-hmm. you, Will Sanders right. will be gone. And Noah Hall will be. Go- I mean, you're you're going to be replacing at minimum two of three in your weekend rotation, maybe all three. So, yeah, Jerzenbeck, no doubt, no doubt is going to be a weekend guy. Yeah. 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 He's, he's, 
He is pretty darn good, that is for sure. And we're start as of this weekend, we're going to be in the meat and potatoes of the schedule as far as um, competition goes. We are indeed. Yeah, we are indeed, man. I, I'm excited for it. I mean, again, I think we've made our point when it comes to non-conference play, right? We, we've built our confidence. Non-conference play, and I know we continue to have midweeks, by the way, but like, that, you know, the, the first and tomorrow will be our 18th game. So, assuming we're going to start 17 and 1. First 18 games have been a massive success. Everything that I was hoping we'd see, I, I, I feel like we've seen it. Um, we've seen the pitching be dominant. We've seen the depth yeah. of the pitching. We've seen the bats start the season hot. We've seen the long ball. We've seen patience at the plate. We've seen hit by pitches. We've seen productivity swinging it in different ways. I mean, we've seen improved defense. Hasn't been perfect, but we've seen improved defense, right? We've seen highlights in the mm-hmm. field. So, I mean, I think everything you could ask for to this point, we've, we've gotten it. And so I, I think you're going to be putting your, you know, your your best foot forward and you're in a great position to go into SEC play with all the confidence you could ask for and, and you know, make some noise. So I, I'm excited to see it because, again, this is where – the men will get separated from the boys. Like, you're really going to learn who's who in the SEC, right? So, but sure. I, I think there's a lot of reasons to believe that South Carolina could could make a big splash. And, you know, I talked about this, I believe – I talked about this, I believe, uh, last week. But the, actually, the start of SEC mm-hmm. play is about as favorable as you could ask. Three at Georgia, three against Mizzou at home, and then three at Mississippi yeah. State, which I know start was a tough environment, but they haven't been very good. You have all of those before finally April 6th through the 8th to take on the number one ranked LSU Tigers. So you've got an opportunity to start out hot in SEC play. And so that LSU, you know, that LSU series could be a top 10 matchup. Yeah, especially if we keep Win it winning like we're doing, yeah. It, 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 I wouldn't be surprised if it was a top 10 matchup, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, if you keep winning, no doubt. I mean, Gamecocks ranked 16th today in the D1 baseball top 25. So, uh, you know, you keep moving up. I mean, if you, 16th, you keep, you said 16th, you said 16th, yeah, 16th, yeah, and you keep winning, okay. you'll keep moving up, yeah, just. And that's with any sport, not just yeah, like, like I've said before, it's not just it's not just with baseball, that's with any that's with any sport, you just win. Everything else will just fall into place. And as long as you win more than everybody else, you might eventually wind up being a national champion. You never know. Very true. And I didn't realize this until Thursday, but as of this past Thursday, was exactly one year year ago as of this past Thursday, was the first time you, me, P-Doc, and A-Rod were all together at the same time. That's a beautiful thing, my guy. <clears throat> it's crazy how uh, <laughs> time flies, doesn't it? Time flies. So, Time flies when you're having fun. That is a fact. That's a fact indeed. When you enjoy life, time just flies by. And life's too short to be a negative Nancy, Okay. It really is. It really, really is. But and and also, to to to, to uh, I think that um, for the men's basketball team next season, a successful season would be getting into the NIT. I think that'd be a great season. Get, 
get get to the NIT on a consistent, constant basis, and get far in the NIT, and maybe win a NIT or two, and then that'll help with recruiting, and then we'll possibly, maybe, get to the point to where we're in the conversation for the big one. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you got to walk walk before you can run, right? So if we if we put out a mm-hmm. product that could get us to the NIT, I think that would be a, you know, a great step forward. For sure. We 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 have to go from finishing damn near dead last in the conference to, you know, if you can finish in the top half, I think that would be great. I think that would be great. So, absolutely, absolutely, it would definitely be fantastic. Um, and. And we start, and also the football team, they start spring practice this week. Don't tomorrow. They? Yeah, tomorrow. <clears throat> okay, yeah, tomorrow. Okay. I knew it was coming up soon, but I didn't realize it was like tomorrow. Holy crap. Yeah, tomorrow they start spring. See what practice. I mean? Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, no, they start tomorrow. And, I, and I'll say it this felt too. Like just yesterday we had like two months. Yeah, no, I'll say this. It's, it's exciting the fact to know that the Gamecocks are going to be back on the practice field. I think. You know, it provides it provides a you know a bit of a alley oop to us to 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 talk football, right? It provides an opportunity for us to get back into some football mm-hmm. chatter. You know, realistically, are we going to hear a whole lot? Are we going to we're not going to be at practice? Obviously, I mean, it's it's you know, so I, I don't know really what's going to come from it in that manner, but it is a great opportunity just to talk football yeah. and and uh, yeah, I'm excited for it, man. It's it's. You know, getting all the videos and the content from from practice, it'll be it'll be a lot of fun. So yeah, they start tomorrow, yeah. and of course the uh, the spring games in about a month, man. Spring games in about a month. So I know yeah. a lot of people are looking forward and to that. I actually, I I I I, I, I was just curious to what he was going to say, but I asked Will. I asked him just 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 because I was curious. I was like, "Are you going to the spring game?" And he said, "This is this is his words." Now he says he says. Does a bear shit in the woods? And I was like, well, last I checked, yeah, bears do shit in the woods. So I'm guessing that's a yes. <laughs> so a bear does indeed shit in the woods, so, all the bears I've ever heard of. <laughs> but, uh, and I also posted something on my Facebook page. My dad has um, a couple of shows um, in Myrtle Beach coming up. Mm-hmm. So, Anybody in Myrtle Beach, if you're looking for a comedy show to go to, uh, I can't remember the name of the place. When, once I figure that out, I'll um, I'll uh, let you know, and then you can, uh, yeah. So, anyways, I'm going to go ahead and get over here and pick me something for lunch. I might pick me some shrimp. I'm, I'm kind of craving shrimp. I love that. Robbie Davis, you're the man. I appreciate the call. Always a pleasure to hear from you. Thanks, buddy. Have a great rest of your day, okay? Yeah, man. You too. Appreciate you. Great stuff from Robbie Davis and y'all, the Myrtle Beach Gamecocks. Make sure you check out Yunkle Boudreau and his comedy show up there at Myrtle. I'm excited to get back to uh, to Myrtle Beach. I mean, I'm just excited for the tour, man. You know, first couple of dates will be here on the home front. Columbia will be a really easy trip. I did that on purpose, though, right? Down, downtown Greenville, Woodruff Road. That'll be super simple. But, uh, yeah, it'll be fun, man. Somerville. Somerville, I'll actually be uh, down that way that week. We'll be uh, we'll be live from Hilton Head all week long, right? I'll be at the uh, 
the RBC Heritage out at Harbortown, and then that Thursday we'll slide up to Somerville, do the uh, do the show or do the do the tour event, if you will, and then come back up to Greenville, uh, Fort Mill. We'll we'll hang out, do a little watch watch party for the baseball game, and, and talk ball, and then the 27th in Myrtle, man, I'm excited. Probably going to make that like a well, actually, I was going to say we're going to make that a weekend trip, but I can't because that weekend we will be going on a family cruise. But, uh, yeah, I'll plan on definitely Myrtle spending a day or two up there and hanging out and um, going to the beach and having us a good time. I know me and my guy Lance, we had a good time last time I was up there or, or down there, if you will. It's, uh, yeah, it's a good time always going to Myrtle Beach. So. Austin Greer says, C of C is going to the Sweet 16. Is that your big one? So, like, what, C of C, Furman, and who else is in the tournament? C of C, Furman, and there's one more. Who am I missing? Wofford, are they in? Who's in? Who's the who's the third team from the state that's in? I, I I forget. Somebody tell me. I know somebody out there will tell me. Is it Wofford? As I await the comment. No, Charleston and Austin Greer is legitimately good. You are correct. Uh, yeah, Madison, April the 15th at 7 o'clock. That is the Garnet and Black spring game. I'm thinking we'll probably do a live stream watch along here in the studio for the spring game. I, I think that's probably going to be the move. So, oh, Fur, duh, Furman. Duh, it's Furman. Furman, Charleston. Who, wait. Who is the other one? Furman, Charleston, and who? There's got, there's a third, Correct. Am I crazy? Am I am I am I losing it right now? The printable bracket. Love it, man. Let's see. I'm just kind of scrolling through the bracket here. Oh, it's just two. I thought there was three. Just two. Okay, the most ever, I think, from South Carolina is three. Yeah, Charleston-San Diego State in that first game. Who does, let's see, who does Furman play? Furman has... Where is it? Why am I not seeing it? Furman's got Virginia. That'll be a really interesting game. Dude, we, we could see Furman-Charleston in the second round. How about that? Justin, speaking on basketball, does Gigi go or stay? And also, as much as I knew we weren't going to the tournament, Duke did, so I got a team, an extra bonus. My wife is a Tar Hole fan, so the house has been divided. Uh, Gigi's gone, my guy. I, I, I just, I'll go ahead and say, I'm predicting Gigi Jackson is gone. Jeff, biggest concern, at least for me, going into the next season is how will we be at running back? We need more than three solid backs to get through a season. Yeah, Jeff, I, I think absolutely we're going to go get a back from the portal. I just – I don't think – I do not think realistically you can go into the season with the backs you have right now. I, I, I just – I don't believe so, my guy. I think you need to add one or maybe two from the portal. Um, sorry, I, I don't care who, who might get upset at it, whatever, and if you take it as, as a slight, so be it, but – Mario Anderson, Juju McDowell, Dontavious Braswell, Nathan Harris, Wainick, Turbo Miller, DJ Twitty. I, you need to add one or two more guys, in my opinion. You need to add some quality SEC backs 
right? So, yeah, that's definitely an area. It's going to be really interesting to see. Maybe, hey, maybe somebody in spring ball can emerge, right? That is definitely one of my big storylines. Maybe, maybe SEC, um, you know, maybe somebody can emerge as an SEC ball carrier, if you will. I, I, I don't know. Maybe somebody will. Maybe somebody will, so. Into our second hour in the Daily Crow, guys. Like I said, very excited that uh, we're back to a normal schedule this week. You know, as much fun as it was being on the road last week, I love being plugged into the studio, man. I really do. I love being plugged into it. And, uh, you know, even last week, you know, last week was different than when I normally go on the road. You know, normally I've got kind of got my own space. I'll normally like be in an Airbnb or what have you. And uh, didn't really have that last week. So, again, thank you all for rolling with the punches. But uh, very excited to be in studio all week long. We're noon to two, Monday through Friday, podcast both today and on Thursday. And then we're also doing the live stream watch-alongs for the South Carolina-Georgia series. Very excited for it. And looking forward to a very fun week and a fun weekend as well. What do you guys do on Thursday? What do you guys do on Thursday? Do y'all sit down and watch all the all the uh, all the March Madness games? Are you gambling on it? Like, what are you doing? How are you How are you spending your time with March Madness? You know, I I feel like there's a part of me that's like I need to start gambling again because I'll be honest with you guys, I focus primarily on business aka the Gamecocks and when I'm not doing that you know I'm I'm spending time with family with friends I love to golf I have I love to read I've got other different hobbies I say all that to say like if I'm not creating content around it if I'm not creating content around it I, I I just I just don't really care about other teams I gotta be honest I really just do not care you know what I mean? I just don't care. So, um, you know, I don't know how many games I'll watch. I really don't. I don't know how many games I'll actually watch. So, sorry, sorry to the BCC. I apologize. Yeah, I was not looking at the comments. <clears throat> I was not looking at the comments, guys. I do apologize. Let's see. We've got the full. We've got the full schedule though. For. For uh, for Thursday, I'm gonna post this in the TDC Questions channel here. Oh, whoops, that was not it. Going to be a packed day of basketball for sure. Here we go. We got the graphic here. I'll just post the graphic in the. Let's see. Really good game late tomorrow night. You got. Uh, Pitt and Mississippi State in a first four game at 9-10. Then the next night, Nevada, Arizona State. And then, guys, this is this is your first round. You got games at 12 15, 12 40, 142, 245, 310, 410, 430, 650, 710, 725, 735, 925, and 1005. That is insane. And then you do the same exact thing on Fridays. So, a lot of fun. <clears throat> a lot of fun. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a lot of fun for sure, man. Tons of games. When does, let's see, when do you have? Okay, Furman, Virginia is at 1240 on Thursday. And then Charleston, 
when does Charleston play? Charleston plays at where are they at? Three ten on Thursday. Okay, so both of the South Carolina teams that are in play on Thursday, kind of early, if you will. So, anyways, Madison not very optimistic about the next season for South Carolina men's basketball. Just a gut feeling. I mean, Madison, I I, I don't blame you to be honest with you. I will go into next season with low expectations yet again. I mean, I, I don't know I don't know who you could pick up in the portal that is going to make such a difference, right, to where you could be like a postseason team. And you're losing Gigi Jackson. You see what I'm saying? So, like, I don't blame you, Madison. I don't blame you. I really don't blame you. So... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Apologies, guys. The hackers are active. Uh, let's see if the comments get pulled back up here. Where did Coach Ford's comment go? Coach Ford, I'm missing your comment. Where did it go? All my Facebook all my Facebook comments are gone. I don't know. Apologies there for the, the hackers infiltrating the feed. Let's see. Gamecocks ranked 10th in the college baseball central top 25. There's so many top 25s out there, right? So many top 25s. Let's see. Gambling picks.
It is fun, man. I'll tell you this. I'll never forget. 2016. 2016 was really the last year that I gambled on sports, right? And, and I would win a lot. I would win a lot. I really would. But 2016, I'll never forget. I put in PTO. I took Thursday and Friday off from work, literally to sit there and just watch college basketball all day long and gamble on games and and all that. So, uh, Also, by the way, for those that celebrate it, St. Patty's Day weekend this weekend. I almost forgot. I know my rippers down in Savannah are getting after it. Um, yeah, St. Patty's Day weekend. Y'all do anything for St. Pat's or not? Y'all care about St. Pat's? St. <clears throat> Patty's Day weekend. What a time. What a time it is. A lot of green beer will be consumed. This is a great time of year, though, I will say, to be a sports fan. God, somebody tweeted, that's really wild. Chris Beard lost his last job for how he was treating his old Miss. Now he gets a shot at a new one. That's funny. That's actually funny. Quality tweet there. That is a quality tweet. That is a very quality tweet. Yeah, we'll definitely do something. We'll probably do a big cock club uh, bracket. We'll probably do that. Let's jump to the phone lines here. Call from Derek. Derek, what's up, man? How are you? Man, I'm good, brother. Hey, I got a just a quick question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's dealing with like the new SEC with Texas Oklahoma mm-hmm. and stuff in there. But I want to get your take on from a baseball standpoint. Um, if, if South Carolina had to have three permanent uh, teams that they play, um, who are those teams outside of Clemson mm-hmm. that you think would be their three permanent <clears throat> opponents that they play every single year? I hang up and listen to what you got to say. Thank you. Derek, thank you so much for the call. Appreciate that. And a, and a great question, right? Because the, the additions of Oklahoma and Texas do not just impact football, right? A lot of people don't think about baseball, basketball, women's basketball, what have you. Um, you know, who are going to be the three permanent opponents? Seen a lot of different projections. You know, it, it's it's weird to think Georgia might not be one of them. I've seen some some different projections where Georgia's not one. If I were to pick three permanent opponents for South Carolina where I think it's it's fair and reasonable, right? Because you can't say Vanderbilt, Mississippi State, and Missouri, right? Like you, you can't say that. You, you, you've got to. There's got to be some balance in the league, right? For South Carolina, I, I think three – the three I'd like to see as the permanent opponents. These are the three teams I want to see the Gamecocks play every single year across every sport in the SEC. I'd go Georgia. There's nothing like the border war, the border battle. South Carolina, Georgia, enough said. I feel like it's a great game. You know, we love that rivalry. I know for Gamecock fans, it's a little bit more of a rivalry for us than them. Uh, there hasn't been as much winning on our side across the board as you like to see. But I just... I feel like Carolina, Georgia, in every sport, it needs to be played. So I'd go with Georgia. My second that I'd go with, probably Florida. I'd probably go Florida. I feel like that's one, a really good matchup, a lot of fun. That's kind of a, again, rivalry's way too strong of a word. 
But I just, I'd like to see the Gamecocks and Gators square off every year. My third, I'd go Vanderbilt for obvious reasons. <laughs> I'd go Vandy. If not Vandy, Kentucky. South kind of Kentucky is a really competitive, uh, really fun series. Again, across all sports, I'd like to see Vandy. Though. Who, If you could pick your three, if you could pick the three permanent opponents, which three would you pick? Again, I'd go Georgia, Florida, Vanderbilt. Those would be my three. I think those games would be a lot of fun, and it makes sense, I think, to, to play the yearly. And, and Madison, the only reason I didn't say Tennessee is because, again, you want balance. So you, I mean, I, I don't want to go Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee, right? I don't, I don't, I don't want to, you know, I don't want the three permanents to be the three toughest teams in the league. But, uh, you know, you got you to throw in an easier opponent, I think, of the, of the three permanent. But I'm excited to see who ours, who ours are whenever it drops. Uh, guys, that being said, let's go ahead and jump into another break. On the other side, I want to continue to hear from you. More your questions, comments, calls, more. You're tuned in to the Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Taking your questions, comments, calls. 843-790-3377. That is 843-790-3377. Here on this Monday. Shane Beaver tweeted yesterday. Somehow I missed it. It's been a great spring break. Can't wait to be back with Gamecocks football. Huge week coming up. Pro Oh, Pro Day is today. Okay, Pro Day is today. Day one of spring practice Tuesday. Elite prospects visiting all week long. Uh, okay, Pro Day is today. I completely forgot that. A um, lot of guys. A lot of guys competing. Let's see. I did not even recall that Pro Day was today. That is my B. That is my bad. Let's see. Who would be covering that? That's my question. Who who would be covering? Yeah, it looks like it's going on right now. So Perry Orr throwing a Josh Van and Jalen Brooks today. How about that? Let's jump to the phone lines here. Skyler, what's up, man? How are you? Good, good. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Appreciate you asking. What's going on? I uh, just got back home from St. Augustine, Florida. Beauty, man. Feels good to be good. How was that? Pretty good. I didn't get to watch much of the Gamecock baseball this weekend, but I definitely kept up with it. Well, you know, Bethune-Cookman, my guy, was a bit of a snoozer, but uh, South Carolina took care of business, which you love to see. And I, I know you're like me, man. I know you're just excited for SEC play, and we get to find out you know, what this ball club really is starting this weekend. Right. I'm definitely excited, uh, for sure, excited for this weekend. Yeah. But I did keep up with it. I just, you know, wanted to take a weekend and spend some time with my old lady before, you know, I start dipping every weekend. And, hey, I I think that's great you did that, my guy. I think that's great <laughs> that you did that. Absolutely. Well, Let's, let's take care of business tomorrow night. Let's worry about BC first. And let's go ahead and let's worry about Georgia Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I hope we don't get off to a bad start like we did our last Friday night at Clemson. I just hope, you know, that was just a, a 
winning them games that was weird because of the rain and the late start. So I hope we settle in Friday night and get a dub and start the series off great. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's it's obviously important to win Friday nights, especially when you've got your guy Will Sanders on the bump, and um, you know, especially if you're going to go on the if you're going to go on the road and win a series, winning that game one is is very important. Right. I just uh, hope the bat stay hot. I hope we, you know, it, it, even if it, we have to, whenever we got one or two guys on base, go ahead and hit that three run home run. Mm-hmm. Whatever you got to do to win, I just, I'm just I'm very optimistic to see mm. how we start SEC play, and I just got to give the boys credit for what they've done so far, for sure. Mm. They, you know, you know, they, they, they're, they're scrappy. They scrub together. They work together. They, mm. they, you can really tell this team loves each other. Yeah. Yeah, it, have, it, it appears early that the chemistry on this ball club is is what you'd like it to be. So. That is a positive. That's a plus for sure. So I will give credit to doing what we're supposed to do versus teams we played. Mm-hmm. This is the first time in Kingston's year where we scored this many runs. And uh, we have scored uh, more runs this season than we did all of last year during the SEC play. Really? Yes. That I did not know. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I love to fight for each other, and I love how they they pick up each other, and they just, uh, you know, they score runs. They find a way to score runs, and they have fun doing it. And I hope that continues with these boys. And if it does, and when, when we do hit it down the street, let's just sit back and just let them work it out because in baseball, you want to go cold. So yeah, it's inevitably going to happen for sure, especially when you're facing yeah. in the pitching which you see in the SEC. So, um, yeah. But I, I tell you this, Skyline, you you couldn't have asked for a better opening slate, I think, to SEC play in regards to an opportunity to get uh, get off to a good start. I mean, you got you know Georgia, Missouri, and Mississippi State. All three are very winnable, very very winnable. So even though two of three are on the road. You know, I, I think uh, it's about as manageable a start for conference play as you could have you could have asked for. I, I'm more curious of how we play on the road mm. versus how we play at home. Right. So, um, obviously, you know, sweeping a team in the SEC is super hard. It can be done, but sweeping it as a team is just hard in general. So, uh, I am going to pick this next three weekends, the game cops to go six and three. Anything better, of course, I'll take, but yep. it's just, it just super hard to sweep the team in the conference play. And it, and especially on the road. Especially on the road. If you if you yeah. can go into an opponent's house and sweep them, you've you got a really, really good team. You've you got a real good team. It would be great to sweep all three. It would be great to go nine, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, but it's just hard to sweep the team. So you just – Sweeping teams in the SEC series is a little aggressive. Mm. You just don't need to get swept. That's all you tell yourself. Right. right. Yeah, w- winning two of – I'll tell you this. Winning two of three, losing two of three, th- those – you know, that, that that obviously happens. And those don't – you know, they aren't a detriment to your season, right? Or they aren't – you know, they don't uh, put you over the top. You know, whatever. 
but it's it's those sweeps that really change the 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 outlook of your season positively or negatively, right? When you can when you can sweep a conference opponent, you know it's just huge for your ball club. And if you get swept, it really puts you behind the eight ball, man. I mean, it really really does. Right. Um, I mean, you look at last year if South Carolina is able to avoid a sweep here or there, you might have you might have snuck into the postseason. You never know. So. Um, and it's the difference. It's the difference between. It's the difference between hosting and going on the road. It's the difference between getting in the postseason and not. So, um, yeah. I mean, if you can get those sweeps, you'd love to have them. But definitely, man, if you just win series, you win series. You're gonna like where you're at at the end of the year. Yeah, of course. And you know, you played ten SEC series, and if you win two out of three of each one, you got twenty wins. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. And I feel like if this is a team that can score five to six runs a game, and sometimes even four, if you can get over the four mark, you're, you're going to win 20, maybe 21 mm. SEC games. For sure. <clears throat> but, yep, for sure. <clears throat> uh, I just need Will Sanders to come out here looking sharp this Friday night. I'm just, you know, I'm just ready to get there. Mm. It's the talking season's over with me. We're doing what we're supposed to do. Now let's go do it in SEC play. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. No, for sure. I think you make a great point with that. Yeah. We, we, we will, again, we'll start to learn. We will learn what this ball club's all about starting this weekend. This, think about it. You play 26 non-conference games. You can win. If you only lose one or two more of those, that puts you at 23 wins and at least at least 15 wins in the conference, puts you at 38 wins. Yep, which would be a great year. It will be. So I'm, I'm very excited, and uh, I'm, I'm just ready. Yeah, I'm excited too. I'm excited too, my friend. I will say this, uh, that he loves taking Petri out in the seventh inning and putting Stone out there for defense. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of that because I feel like if you're good enough to start the game and play one through seven, you're good enough to play the rest of the seventh, eighth, and ninth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you might need that entry's bat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I understand wanting to get some different guys some looks, but you know, it's uh, <clears throat> and it's on, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, my God, well, I can't wait to see your prediction this weekend. I think you're taking two out of three, too. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I will. Yeah, you will definitely see it, my guy, on Thursday when we drop the show. And, uh, yeah, man, I, like I said, I'm, I'm excited for it. Definitely take care of the business tomorrow. I think we will. But, uh, yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm just – I'm thrilled that SEC plays finally here. First game's at 6 Friday night. First game's at 6. 6, 2, and 3. And the Sunday game, by the way, is on SEC Network, the big channel. So I can't wait. I hope we show our action the nation who soccer on the baseball is. Indeed. Skyland, appreciate it, man. Always a pleasure to hear from you. Later. Yeah, man. Later. Great stuff from Skyland as always. And I know he's fired up for it for sure. No doubt. No doubt. Why would you not be, man? South Carolina's been incredible this year already with the the power surge. And it looks like, you know, it looks like old school Gamecock baseball, right? With some of the things we've seen. But uh 16 and one. Gotta be the Gamecock's best start and in quite a while, truly. Got to be the best start in quite a while. Mm. 
Let's see. <clears throat> Anyways, guys, 843-790-3377. That is 843-790-3377 here on this Monday. Here on this Monday. Let's see. Will Hall. We had, we, yeah, okay, so, so to back up Skyland, we scored 155 runs. In SEC play a season ago, we have 190 runs in our first 17 games. Mm, wow. Wow. That is <clears throat> that is insane. That is actually truly insane. So, yep, makes the point. But, uh, you know, again, this, this stretch of 30 SEC games is going to determine what we really are. It'll determine what we really are. Josh Heupel going on college football today. Again, guys, episode 766 of the podcast dropped this morning. Uh, full breakdown of the baseball series, and also I taught my top five storylines heading into... Spring practice, that begins tomorrow. By the way, we have the itinerary for Pro Day. Uh, the guys have gone through, let's see. Uh, so testing began at noon in the weight room for height, weight, wingspan, arm, hand, etc. 12-15, weight room testing, vertical jump, and bench at 1 o'clock. So this has begun <clears throat> on-field testing in the indoor facility, broad jump, 40-yard dash, short shuttle, and three cone. And then at 2 o'clock, we got position drills at the indoor facility for O-line, D-line, tight end, running back, linebacker, wide receiver, DB, and special teams. And that will go, it looks like, until 3.30. So the guys currently right now at the indoor facility for Pro Day for Gamecocks football, always a really exciting time as guys look to, uh, you know, solidify their futures, if you will. Solidify their futures and, and make a name and, and show out for all of the scouts in attendance. Back in studio as normal this week, guys. Again, appreciate you all last week rolling with the punches. Got a beautiful day in the city here, by the way. Beautiful, beautiful week, I believe, upcoming in the upstate. Um, let's see. Let's look at the weather this week. High of 60 today. I thought it was going to be a little bit warmer than that. Pretty pretty solid week. Low of 29 tomorrow night. Good God. 30 tonight. So it's going to get cold at night. It's going to get very cold at night. I knew I, I knew we had that, that fall spring, right, when it got real warm. That's just a, that's a normal thing, it seems. For whatever reason, that's a normal thing.
Uh, Travi, what's the difference between Pro Day at our school and NFL Combine? Other than the Combine is in Indianapolis. Uh, it's nothing much, Travi. It's just another opportunity for the guys to show out. I mean, some guys don't do Pro Day. Some guys don't do Pro Day. So, yep, some guys do not do Pro Day. But there's not a ton of differences. I mean, it's just an opportunity for guys to to showcase their skill sets and, you know, do different things. Uh, by the way, guys, let me also mention this. Let me say thank you. Thank you to you all for the continued love and support on the Twitter app. Over the weekend, we hit 35,000 followers on Twitter, which, um, you know, I, I know there's some people out there that try to talk shit, say we've bought followers. I can proudly say I have never, ever, ever in my life bought a follower for any sort of social media, whether it be Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I don't believe in it. Obviously, it's obvious why buying followers is a dumb move. It's a silly move. And I can assure you this, too. If I would have been buying followers, I would have gotten to 35,000 much, much quicker than we did. Either way, just felt the need to say that. But 35,000 followers, I mean, it's crazy to think that we started this thing, you know, six years ago right now. We were sitting, I don't even think we were at 100 yet, right? I don't even think we are at 100. It took us a year to go from 30 followers to 1,000. I'll never forget when we hit 1,000. How big of a deal I felt like that was. Like that was just, a, I mean, it was a huge victory, right? Getting to a thousand followers and now, so to sit here at at thirty five thousand followers and and growing daily is, it's really cool. So again, thank you guys for for interacting with us on the Bird app for showing love and it's always a blast. It's always I I, I said this I think last week though, and I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to jinx it that. Uh, you know, the Bird app has been, it's been rather calm. I know my guy, I think Bruin Nation still tuned in. It's been rather calm, right? I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if the, the slap dick's going to hibernation, going to hibernation when it's not football season or what, what the deal is. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the deal is. Either way, either way. It is essentially the same thing, Travis. Yeah, you're correct. You're correct. Will Hall says, per the baseballcube.com, 58 home runs last year. 58 home runs. Yeah, Bruin Nation, it's, it's wild, man. I, it, but it's it's honestly been really nice. It's been really nice. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter is a much, much more fun app when that select 1% of folks just go quiet. It really is. It is a much more fun app when that happens. More so now these days, I'm just picking at Clem Sucks, folks. That's pretty much it. Madison, thank you for the love. Thank you for the love. I appreciate it. Um, it's truly a blessing that people rock with us and engage with the banter, engage with the content, tune in. Um, you know, I, I said this on the podcast that you know, it, feels, it feels good to be depended on. It feels good that people... You know, I I, I kind of look at like my audience holds me accountable, if you will, and that sounds like it has a negative connotation, but it really doesn't. Like it, it feels good to, you know, to know that people depend on you for a certain show at this time, podcast at this time, content at this. You see what I'm saying? Like that's a good thing, right? It's it's a really good thing, and you know, I'm I'm so grateful for folks that have made TDC and the podcast and everything else, everything in between with our content, a part of their. You guys, daily routine, if you will. I mean, it's it's a really cool thing. So thank you all so much. 
I'm so grateful for each and every single one of you that tunes in the show. It's, it's truly a blessing. And, you know, I get to wake up and pursue my dreams and my passions and uh, go after my visions with, with, uh, you know, with, with just a, a fire in my soul to make it happen, right. To, to make my dreams come true. So thank y'all. I really genuinely do appreciate it guys. Let's jump into one final break on the side though. We'll close out the show, and I want to continue to hear from you. More of your questions, comments, calls, and more. You're tuned in to The Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Final 15 minutes or so here in The Daily Crow. Taking your questions, comments, calls, 843-790-3377. That is 843-790-3377 here on this Monday, March the 13th. Feels so good to be back in the studio, really, truly. Um, Let's see, Will Hall and Madison Duncan asking about home runs. We're at 45 home runs. Yeah, the... The NCAA website is not updated for whatever reason. Not exactly sure, but uh, no, we're at 45 home runs. 45 home runs on the season. Uh, yeah, we are We are doing work, man. The power surge has been incredible, and I uh, hope it continues. Guys, I'll be jumping on to – I will be jumping on to Mark Ryan's show today at 440 – to talk all things Gamecocks, of course. Really excited. That's on the Fan Upstate 440. I'll jump on Mark Ryan's radio spot. We'll have Mark Ryan on TDC Wednesday, J.C. Sherbert on Thursday. A very, again, a normal schedule this week, which I really, really like, uh, and I appreciate everyone being flexible last week, but I'm very excited that we've got the normal schedule this week. Uh, Kendall Rogers says, Texas A&M's first three weekends of conference play look like this. Number one, LSU, at number two, Tennessee, number three, Ole Miss. That is a gauntlet. That is an absolute gauntlet to open it up, folks. My goodness. Nate Atkins ran the 40-yard dash. Somebody posted a video. I'm sure we'll have have videos coming from... uh, We'll have videos coming from from that. Let's see. Madison's is going shopping this week for some cool T-Sus gear for some upcoming games and the gifts. Can't wait. Madison, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for the love and support of the merchandise side of the business. Uh, it's been incredible. Truly a blessing. And, uh, yeah, really appreciative of all you. Really appreciative. Taylor Maid says Tennessee has really good pitching. Orange days. Yeah, they do. Yes, they do. John Edwards says, I'm picking Charleston to beat San Diego State and Furman to beat Virginia. You think both of them are going to win? That would be something. That would be something. I don't know if both will win, but that would be uh, that would be something for sure. Guys, in case you didn't know, TDC drops... 
TDC drops every single day uh, via podcast form. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts at 3 o'clock, right? 3 o'clock. So in case you miss anything, you can go back, listen to the audio version. I appreciate all those that do so, by the way. I mean, we are directly monetizing the podcast. So all of you who tune into the podcast, you're supporting the Spurs Up show. So thank you so much. I appreciate that. Uh, let's see. Chase says, fade John Edward. <laughs> Gad says, Trevor Bauer signed with the Japanese team, if anyone cares. Who knew? Okay. Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer going with the going overseas to play. Gad says the podcast has no breaks. Well, Gad, we got to have a break in a two-hour show, my friend. I, I've, I mean, as I'm sure you can imagine, I have to use the bathroom over the course of two hours. So we got to have it, man. Got to have it. Got to have it. By the way, I'll go ahead and put these feelers out here on TDC. I don't know if anybody's got the hookup or anybody anybody knows anybody, but if anybody out there knows someone who is selling master's tickets, please let me know. Please let me know. I'm not asking for a handout, not asking to go for free, but would love to go to the master's for a day. So if anybody out there has... uh, has got tickets, let yours truly know. I don't know, though. It, it would be fun. To, it's 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 fun to watch it at home. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm in full golf mode, man. I'm, I'm in full-on golf mode. We are, we are, uh, yeah, we're getting after it on the golf course. So, we are getting after it for sure. Savannah Webster, yes, tourney season. How about it? I think it's weird in the women's tournament, though, how they set the times, right? They set the times for for Friday, but they're not going to set the times for Saturday until after the games are played Friday. Like, why wouldn't they just go ahead and, and set the times? Like, like why, why not just set the time for the whole weekend? I, I just, I don't know. I don't really get that. Time for Sunday. Sunday. So, it'll be on Sunday, though. It'll be on Sunday. Once all the Friday games are completed, they will then announce the Sunday tip-off time. So, good to know. There you go. Jacob E. UT easily has the best weekend rotation in the country. They've got a damn good one, no doubt. they got a damn good one. They're very good. Tennessee is very good. Tennessee is very, very, very good. Oh, Gad was saying TDC. Yes, okay. So, yeah, you're right, Gad. There are no breaks in TDC when we upload it as a podcast. Yeah, I cut out those five minutes. Yeah, Savannah, again, I was – you're right. I'm very surprised. They don't, like – they don't even have, like, a – I mean, you got to – they got to know, Savannah. I mean, they've got to know, like, what times the games are being played at. There's no way they just have no clue. You know what I mean? I think it would probably be three or seven. I, I think that that would make sense. I think that would definitely make sense. Wow. Somebody tweeted, former Gamecocks quarterback Perry Orth will be throwing today to Gamecocks wide receivers tight ends. Somebody replied to the tweet and said, four interceptions incoming. 
Holy smokes. Just brutal. Absolutely brutal. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, you cannot. Somebody just sent the the the, the masters tickets on a uh, Seat Geek. Yeah, you ain't you, you ain't you ain't buying a, a masters ticket on a third party app for any sort of a reasonable price. Okay, Savannah, so are they listed as or, Savannah? Are, are the times listed or no? Where are you seeing that? Let's see. Basketball bracket with times. You would think like the NCAA would have it. I guess not. I guess not. All right, so the, so the play-in games. So the women's tournament also has play-in games. I did not realize that. Hmm. Anyways, really excited for the tournament to get going. Oh, okay, so on the NCAA website. All right, cool, cool. Jimmy G to the Raiders, how about that? How about that? Let's see. Things are a bit calm on a Monday. Things are a bit calm, which, you know, I've I've thought about this, guys. I've thought about this. I've thought about potentially, and I, and I don't know that I'm going to do it this year, but I've thought about potentially, you know, we spend July, August, all, you know, we like cram a bunch of preseason content, you know, into the summer, what have you. I've thought about moving some of that to like the spring. You know what I mean? Like, because I, I feel like I feel like this is a time of year that could use, even with baseball, even with baseball, I feel like this is a time of year that could use a little, a little jolt, a little boost, you know, something. Some other, some other content, if you will. Some other content. So I don't know. I'm going to take a look at kind of how we do things. And, you know, you guys know I, I love to experiment with different things and, and try different things when it comes to content, stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look into that and kind of see. Let's see. Jimmy G, you think he's going to ball out in Vegas? Gavin, I will give my full predictions for 
the Georgia series on Thursday. You will know on Thursday what my prediction is. But we got, hey, we got PC tomorrow. We still got some baseball before SEC play gets going. So, you know, just uh, give it some time. Let's see. How about this? Men's golf is in action today and tomorrow at the General Hacker, excuse me, General Hackler Championship today and tomorrow. Myrtle Beach at Dunes Golf and Beach Club. The Gamecocks are really popular tournament. They're playing Hootie at Bulls Bay, Bulls Bay Golf Club, Allendale, South Carolina. That's Sunday, March the 26th through Tuesday, March the 28th. think I'll be out of town, but I'd love to go to this one, the Augusta Haskins Award Invitational at Forest Hills Golf Club in Augusta, Georgia. I've played there a number of times. And the SEC Championship Wednesday, April the 19th, running through that Saturday, is at Sea Island Golf Club in St. Simons. South Carolina's very good. Women's golf is excellent, too. So, golf doing well at South Carolina. Golf is doing very well. Love to see that. Uh, by the way, in case you missed it, Trayvon Minot has entered the transfer portal. So another another piece for uh, Lamont Paris to have to have to build. Another piece. This is a great time of year, though, guys. I will say this is this this next month or so is a really fun time of year to be a sports fan, right? You got you got March Madness, you've got college baseballs in full swing, MLB opening days in two and a half weeks, you've got the Masters upcoming. I mean, am I missing anything? Like th- this is a great time of year to be a sports fan. Jeff Gullage says preseason simulation games. Then do it again in the summer. So you want it twice, Jeff. You want it twice. You want it twice. I don't know, Jeff. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, my, I'll tell you this. My guy is, he's still getting after it with the uh, with the rosters. I'll have to check and see what the rosters look like. But, uh, yeah, he's he's getting after it. He, he is getting after it with the uh, with the rosters for sure. Let's see. I think he actually just posted something. Yeah, roster updates. Updates include final ratings based on stats and postseason awards from the 2022 season. Yeah, and South Carolina's is done, so I'll have to I'll have to download that. Yeah. Jeff wants the preseason sim games. Maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe so. Guys, we've hit 2 o'clock. Hey, what a Monday. Appreciate you all tuning in. Like I said, very excited to be back in studio. We're rocking from here. Normal schedule this week. Noon to 2, Monday through Friday. Podcast course dropped today. Be sure you check that out. And then, of course, on Thursday, we'll drop the podcast as we continue to talk spring ball. We'll break down the upcoming weekend series at Georgia. 
and much more as well. Guys, again, thank you all so much. Appreciate you all tuning in. Have a great rest of your Monday. We will talk to you all tomorrow. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.